So this is pretty interesting, 40inbox.com here. So U.S. workers estimate they need $1.8 million to retire. Now, personally, I don't think you need $1.8 million, but this really depends on how much you spend typically per year and also like the cost of living in general with your area. Like that's like pretty much the biggest factors. So workers in the United States believe they will need to save around $1.8 million for retirement as inflation continues to fuel anxieties over savings, according to a survey from Charles Schwab. This estimate is up from last year's $1.7 million, with 37% of respondents stating that they think it's very likely they will reach this number, down 10 percentage points from last year, according to the survey. The survey of 401k participants found 62% of workers think of inflation as a challenge to saving for a comfortable retirement, up from last year's 45%, while 42% said stock market volatility is an obstacle compared to last year's 33%. Around 78% said both inflation and stock market volatility is influencing their spending and saving habits, while 36% said they plan to delay retirement in light of these conditions. Having a 401k plan is becoming a requirement for potential employees. 88% said it is a must-have benefit, while 3 out of 4 respondents said they would turn down a new job if it didn't offer a 401k plan. Now, here's the thing, right? If you're able to find something with a 401k plan and you like the job, definitely go for that one. Because it just makes it a lot easier in the terms of basically like planning for retirement. But if your job doesn't have a 401k plan, there are still investment options available for you like the Roth IRA or a normal IRA. Or you could just put money into real estate or you could just do like a basic you know, investment account. So there's definitely options available to you. Like the greatest thing about like a 401k plan that has like a match, like a 100% match, is that you just basically get free money, right? It's like, oh, cool, I invested $100, but they matched me, so it's actually $200. So I got a 100% match on my money, dollar for dollar. That is like the coolest thing ever because it's is basically like winning the lottery at no cost to yourself, basically. Like, who would not like that? Obviously, everyone would like that. So, if you're able to find a job with that, like, let's say that you get, like, two, like, job offers. You got one that makes, like, 60K a year. You got another one that makes maybe 50K a year. I, I'll put it this way. Yeah. 60, 50K, but that 60K does not have a 401K. But the 50K does have a 401K and they will match your money dollar for dollar. I would probably go for that 50K one because it's just literally free money and the 10K really isn't that big of enough difference to really counteract quite literally free money. So. That's the way that I would view it. But also, you should definitely try to find something higher than 50 to 60K. Anyways. Let's see. 
While many workers are trying to cut back on spending, some costs are unavoidable and certain areas of their finances have taken a hit, said Brian Bender, head of Schwab Workplace Financial Services. Despite these challenges, retirement saving continues to be a priority for workers who have maintained their 401k savings rates and largely stayed on top of their 401k investments over the past year. More workers are now stashing away retirement funds. 68% reported putting money into a savings account, up from 61% last year, and 47% reported IRA investments compared to 33% last year, and 38% reported investing through a brokerage account, up from 29%. Now, here's the thing. Like, right now is kind of like an interesting moment in time where you could technically be making close to 5% of your, like, on your money by just, like, sticking it into a high-yield savings account, which is kind of crazy when you think about it right now even with the high return on your money like that it's still not necessarily the best option for your money right so let's say that you were like wanting to save money specifically for like a down payment on a home or potentially to buy things on the dip when things crash or something then there's nothing wrong with putting a good chunk of money in a high-yield savings account, making close to 5% on your money. Like, that's pretty nice, with basically no risk to yourself, in a sense. That being said, typically the best way to, like, you know, manage your money is to have six months of emergency fund for, like, a fully funded emergency fund, depending on your risk tolerance and job security, then to like steadily put money towards retirement every single month. If you could do it more often, if you do more money per month, etc., go ahead and do it because there's nothing wrong about having more money in retirement when you get to retirement age. There's nothing wrong with that. So if you're debt-free, got money in the bank for emergencies, and are putting money towards your retirement every single month, you're doing really awesome. The survey also touched upon the role of artificial intelligence, AI, in financial planning, and how 95% of workers are still more likely to take guidance from a human professional over computer-generated advice. That advice plays a larger role in workers' decisions, with workers' confidence in financial decisions rising from 27% to 49% with help from a professional. A majority of workers, 73%, said they would like personalized advice on their 401k plan, and 39% said they receive such advice through work plans. And this survey comes as inflation persists across the country. Last week, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said that there is still a long way to go to get inflation back to its 2% target. In July, the Fed raised its baseline interest rate to the highest level in 22 years in its fight to curb inflation. And the online study conducted by Logica Research questioned 1,000 401k participants in the U.S. between April 19th to May 2nd. In addition to being 401k respondents, those surveyed worked for companies with at least 25 employees and were ages 21 to 70. The study said the data was self-reported by study participants and is not verified or validated. But it's not that surprising if it is matching to like the general sentiment of people. He's like, what people need to understand, right, 
is that people have like these like numbers in their head as to like exactly what is the right amount of money to like retire with, right? It's like, oh, the whole like fire movement, which is like financially independent, retired early, basically thing, which by the way, there's nothing wrong if you try to go and strive for that. But what people need to understand when it comes to things like that is that the only thing that matters is how much money are you able to bring in versus how much money are you spending in your lifestyle, right? Because with like a 1.8 million, you could probably take like 3% of that every year and never basically run out of money, right? So let's do $1,800,000, right? Times 0.03, or we'll just do times 3%, right? That is $54,000 a year with very, very little taxes on that money. So you're probably, I don't know the exact number, but you're you're clearing basically almost all of this, right? Like you pay hardly any taxes on capital gains in this form, right? Like it's, it's very low tax bracket, especially if you have like no other income, like it's going to be very low. So $54,000, can you live on $54,000 a year in perpetuity? Now, technically speaking, this amount of money that you're actually going to get per year would actually be increasing. So like maybe like five years from now, it might be over 60 k right? Depending on how the market is, right? Now, some years it might go down a little bit. Some years it might go up, but average over time, it will steadily increase. So five years, maybe be at 60, who knows, 10 years, maybe you'll be like at 80, etc. right? Like it's just going to like go like up and down, up, up and down, up basically, and just keep on going. Kind of like a roller coaster that's going uphill. So you just got to break it down. What amount of money do I actually need to bring in per month, per year to be able to survive, right? And have the money still grow so that I don't actually run out of money. Because I remember watching this interview with a with a $10 million lottery winner, which I thought was very fascinating because what this person did was extremely smart in their specific situation because they had no financial knowledge at all. They were always poor, never had money, and they just got a huge influx of money, basically out of nowhere, right? Now, this individual took the lump sum, paid the taxes on it, etc., and basically cleared about like six point something million dollars, right? So what they did was sit down and talk to a financial advisor and had them basically show them the way to manage this money to basically get a monthly income of about nine to $10,000 a month that also allowed the amount of money inside their investments to grow pretty heavily. 
to the point where I think they probably made a few million dollars just off of their investments alone, while also taking like the nine to ten k a month income that they didn't have to do basically anything for, right? Just because of how that finances were managed. Like that's basically the way to do it. Like you take money out to fulfill the lifestyle that you want that does not let your principal run out, right? The let's say the original one point eight million, right? So if you're able to take the fifty four K, you're doing good, right? Because it's just gonna keep on growing and growing and growing and growing. Like imagine you could basically set up your life in a way where you could just like financially speaking, not have to work or do anything for the rest of your life because all of your expenses are technically covered forever. Now, the best way to do that is to get your expenses very, very low and also regular, like basically consistent, right? And the best way to do that is, one, to get out of debt. And if you want to learn how to do that, go to 40 But if you're out of debt including your mortgage, your actual like hard cost to survive is like basically nothing, right? Like imagine, imagine you did not have a mortgage payment. Imagine you did not have a car payment. Imagine you didn't have a credit card bill. Imagine you did not have student loans. How much money does that actually free up for you? It's going to be a huge amount, probably for like the average person, like Anywhere from like 4000 to like $5,000 probably for like the average person in terms of like just monthly cash flow. Like that's insane. Now it might actually be anywhere from, I don't know, more so like 3k per month all the way up to like 8k per month depending on how bad their debt is. But if you're able to have a pretty massive cash flow coming in just because your expenses are minimal. This would be so easy to survive on this. Like you probably wouldn't even need this, right? For example, let's say you're able to get $1,300,000, right? And so like 3% of that would be 39,000, right? But again, if you got basically no expenses, you could do that, right? You could just have a very chill life and just stay at home if you want to do that or go on trips. And if you got basically no hard costs at home other than like utilities and like insurance and like taxes, you're living a pretty nice chill life. So you just like basically reverse it, right? Like another way to do it, right, would be, okay... I want to have like a $100,000 per year income in, in retirement. Let's say that. I want to bring in one hundred k per year. Well, you do $100,000 divided by 3%, which equals $3,333,333. That's how much you would need in an investment that basically makes about like like an annual return of like about anywhere from like 8 to 10% to be able to do something like this where you just don't run out of money and still take that 
100k a year income. So you just gotta like reverse it like this, right? Now, typically, most people in like retirement take I think like four or five percent. So you would actually need a lot less money, but I like doing it like this way with this only like three percent because you're pretty much never gonna run out of money at three percent. Now, that's not guaranteed, but basically speaking, you're pretty much never going to run out of money. But let's just say like, okay, I want to do $100,000 a year, but I'll be taking like a 5% take from that uh, principal. So how much would that be? That would be $2 million flat. So if you want to take a 100 k per year income in retirement, you need $2 million to be able to do it. Now, you probably won't run out of money by the time that you pass away, but you will potentially dwindle some of this money. So it's just something to really think about. And again, this is the way that I would think about it, right? If I was like planning for retirement and I was like, okay, how much money do I need for the lifestyle that I want? I need 2 million. I need 1.5 million. I need 3 million. And just like work it. That's 